Hello, everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode 111. We are a pop culture show that talks about pop culture things that we're interested in, and sometimes there's whiskey. My name is John, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrea. How's it going? Good, good. I like your little switch up of the intro, pop culture things that we're interested in. (laughs) Very, like, directed. (laughs) I don't know how many years it's going to take me to like settle into this and just, you know, I'll be regular. We'll see. No, so. see, that's the thing though. Like you could settle into it, I think, and still, you know, your brain is on autopilot one day and you're just like saying the stuff and all of a sudden something else will come out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, it's never really for right. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, whatever this is and whatever becomes of it, I feel like there's valuable experience here. Uh, yeah. if nothing else like everything we do it's still um getting stuff out of it so yeah yeah it's a little public speaking skills a little improv extemporaneous that's true mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um well we're gonna talk about um nothing to do with public speaking uh later <laughs> sing it thinking of something but uh westworld westworld is back season mm-hmm. four has begun and there are currently two episodes available we have seen both of those episodes so we'll be getting into that in um spoilery graphic detail later so if you're watching along with us we've covered um we at least did season three we did and then did we do a season two i maybe we didn't do season two huh i can't remember how many seasons we've covered of Westworld on here. Maybe we just kind of recap season one and two. I know we've talked season one. I know we did. Um, We may have skipped two or just done maybe like a half and half or maybe like a whole season recap. But I think in some way, shape or form, we've in-depth discussed every season of Westworld thus far. Yeah. So... If you're into it, uh, all that back catalog is available. Before mm-hmm. we get there, though, we have news stories, some gaming news, some mm-hmm. anime news, some various mm-hmm. things. Yes, we're very We've diverse got... in our interests. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> um, lots of stuff went on this week, and then it was a holiday week, so we've mm-hmm. got drink holidays, right? Fun things. We do. We do. So we have drink specific holidays. Uh, On the first of this month, July 1st, it was National Wine Cooler Day. John, are you celebrating National Wine Cooler Day? Some BJ. Wordles and James. (laughs) I am not. I I should be, you know, I haven't had a wine cooler in a long time. Um, And I don't think I've ever had a full one. I just. Growing up, I remember that was one of the only things my mom would drink. Same, same. My mom was a big fan of Bartles and James. Um, And I I remember as a kid thinking like, man, I can't wait to grow up and try that. And then trying it and being like, why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) This is not worth it at all. 
Um, yep. But yeah, no, as a kid, it was like, oh, my mom, my mom drinks these all the time. It's got to be, you know, something really good. And they're all like the fun mm. colors and flavors. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they just look like big kid juice boxes or like, you know, big kid Kool-Aid yeah. was not it. I mean, sugar I content like- maybe, but not like it didn't hit you the same. I didn't ever feel like as a kid when you were like, oh, I love that Capri Sun or I love that juice box. Right. I didn't I did not feel that way at the end of a Bartles and James. <laughs> right. I think yeah, so. We have this in common then. Our mothers drank that. I feel like mm-hmm. that's not a unique thing. Um, when your daughter's a little older, what is she going to be like? Oh, mom always drinks Ooh. this. Is it gonna, are you going to be White Claws? Is that going to be the thing that I love? Okay, so th- those are the things. Like hard seltzer has definitely replaced like the wine cooler, right. I feel like, mm-hmm. as that like non-beer alternative, like yeah. kind of sugary something. Um, no. I mean, (laughs) if like ever it's going to watch me drink something on the regular, it's probably going to be a cocktail. It's probably just going to be like a whiskey ginger or like a gin and ginger or something like that. It's going to be like a cocktail. I mean, if it's non-cocktail, maybe a glass of wine. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. See, but you're pretty cool. I think there's probably lots of people that are going to be like, (laughs) it's the White Claw. And then then the kids will grow up laughing at that like god ah, parents drink white claw i'm that's what i'm hoping anyways it kind of like you say it's going to replace the the wine cooler i feel like maybe we was dr- time- very unironically before and right now, you know i feel like maybe canned cocktails could be the new hard seltzer okay at some point okay you know because people are kind of looking for like something that's not labor intensive you can just like grab throw in a cooler bring to a like you know, a camping trip or a cookout or whatever. Maybe it's the canned cocktail. Yeah. And it makes some good ones of that. See, I couldn't laugh at that. Yeah. yeah. And that, that at least is like, I don't know. It feels more legit to me. It feels like it's holding water, but you never know. You never know what's coming next. You know, we could have a, a total resurgence in the future, go retro, throwing it back to the, the wine cooler, yeah. the Bartles and James. That'd be hilarious. It's, or, um, Zima? Yeah. Zima. Wasn't that for just oh my a God. Bit? Yes. That was a flash in a pan. Ooh. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. That's all right. All right. Well, so no, I am not celebrating wine cooler day. All right. Well, I've got another one for you. July 2nd, it was National Anisette Day, which is a liqueur. Okay. Are you celebrating this holiday, John? Nope. Nope, me neither. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Um, I'll go backwards before I go forwards. Uh, At the start of July, uh, it was also deemed National Ice Cream Month. And I'm saying this because I was like, I want to add this because I've never had like an adult milkshake. I know they're out there. Yeah. And I've heard great things. I've never had one. And I was going to make one for tonight and then just kind of like ran out of time. Couldn't quite get to it. Mm. But I was really excited. At some point this month, I feel like I'm going to be appearing on the show with a boozy milkshake. Well, it is not tonight. what we should do. Um, we should figure out a time and we can go with Mall of America and you can get some Pokemon. And then we can go to Wahlburgers. Where they have boozy Ooh, shakes. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm down. I've never tried Wahlburgers on the whole either. So, yeah, it's, a lot of firsts uh, for me. Yeah, I feel like the reason to go to Wahlburgers is for the boozy shake or whatever. Really? Okay. Cause, yeah, because other Old it, statement, other stuff I like it. it is like okay. You know, okay. Okay. Sure. So yeah, I feel like I kind of want to try to try. You know. Right. Not yep. like I everybody get out of my way. I must go, but. Just for the experience. Yep. I promise this isn't um, my drink also, by the way. It's okay. just my water. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last uh, holiday, adjacent holiday that we have is, of course, this weekend it was the 4th of July, the USA Independence Day. So I say holiday adjacent holiday because it's not technically a drink holiday, but people tend to do some drinking on the 4th yeah, of July. Yeah. So did you have anything fun on 4th of July? Have a good celebration? Do you have a good drink that maybe you are bringing back for the show tonight? Um, I, I only had one beer, I think. Got one beer. Um, and it was a German beer. It's a German. I approve. um, Yeah. Yeah. You would like this one for sure. It's very old. My dad picked him up, and I wish I could remember what it was. I know I took a picture of it, so I will keep kind of monotonously talking until I find my picture of <laughs> the uh, beer. There it is. Hey. Okay, so uh, it's a Spaten Optimator Doppelbach. Okay. So I will, uh, there's, there's what it is. Oh my gosh. I recognize that label for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yep, there it good. is. Okay. Yep. It's very good. So, um, how about you? I, I am not drinking that either. I just, I have one of those. Okay. So yeah, so I'm not celebrating any of the official holidays, uh, on the 4th of July. Um, I had actually a couple margaritas. Oh, okay. Yep. That yep, seems I was at, yeah, it was. Uh, we were outdoors, you know, kind of picnic style dinner. And uh, yeah, nice fresh margarita sounded really good. So that's what I had. I also, okay, also had um, at a specific friend's house, they are the ones who introduced us to Jepson's Malort. Oh, God. And okay, yep. They, they make a bourbon now. And they brought that back. So we all had to try the bourbon okay and and it's it i mean it tastes like bourbon is what i can say for it it's it's not okay. terrible it is not yeah. malort which is just <laughs> like if rubber bands and tar and a pine tree had a baby um no bur- i mean the bourbon was fine but it was very like i went into it very cautiously because i was like oh my god what am i getting myself into but it wasn't it wasn't terrible wasn't bad. If Ren- if Renata was here, he would protest again against uh, Malort. Was, yeah, it was he against your take on it. I, if I recall, he was a big yes proponent as a yes. Chicago thing or it's, something. It's it's one of those things where once you've done it, you you sort of feel this weird affinity towards it because you've made it to the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I did it. And now everybody has to do this because it's ridiculous. Like you have to know what this is. You have to mm-hmm. live through it. 
Um, so you weirdly feel like some sort of affection for it. But yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So Stand bad. Solidarity with the others who have made it. You, you yeah. do. You do. It's really a bonding experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing will bond you faster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's uh, the, their bourbon was fine. It was all right. Okay. All right. Well, margaritas, that sounds perfect for the fourth. Um, it, was, it was delicious. I loved it. Um, we also tried uh, Casamigos tequila for the first time. Okay. Not a good sipping tequila. Okay. Sorry, Clooney. Not. It's huh. got a sweet start and a bitter end. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I've you've tried it before, that. but I but no. I wasn't. Yeah. No, I wasn't a fan. Rocks got him beat, huh? Ah, yeah. <laughs> you found you found my bias. Oh no! Yeah. I almost bought <laughs> Tru- a. Oh, truly, I uh, yeah. I was just gonna finish. Truly, uh, not even considering like w- like if I wanted the rocks tequila to beat it. Right. It's just not a sipping tequila. I didn't think. Sure. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was gonna buy a piece of rock, um, like clothing the other day. Like the Under the Armour Project Rock. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And um, I liked it. It was like kind of a zip-up thing. I could use another of, but it just was too expensive. Everything was on sale sure. there, except for the rock stuff, basically. Of, of course, course, you know. So yeah, like I didn't love it that much. So. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of scoping out the uh, the Under Armour outlet to see when some Project Rock gear uh, might go on sale. Yeah, yeah. Actually, she actually has a few things. She definitely has some shorts and some mm-hmm. of that. It's, it seems good quality, so. Yeah, yeah, it's well-made. I mean, you know, if it's more expensive, you hope it's worth the price, and it seems yeah. to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, well, what are you drinking tonight, then? <gasps> so, I am drinking a cocktail tonight in honor of what we're going to be talking about, Westworld. Nice. Um, but if I say the cocktail and why I'm drinking it, it might be giving mm. a spoiler away. Okay. All right. Well, why don't why don't we? That's a cliffhanger. You can you can drink it. Okay. Obviously, we'll see it. But yes. How why? about this? I will I will explain it later. It is a cocktail. I'm calling the flies eyes because oh. of Westworld, but okay. it's based on a cocktail from a certain period in time. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Fitting glass <laughs> then too. So indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Cheers. What have yeah, you got? Cheers. Um, mine is not as fancy looking. Mm-hmm. It's a big Collins glass here. It's I don't have um what is it? Uh triple sec and stuff to make margarita, but this is what mm-hmm. I've got on hand. So it's it is the rocks tequila and nice. lemon juice and simple syrup. And then we have these um it's like this for the fourth Ashley made like fruit pizza cookies, mm, you know, yeah. it's like a sugar cookie with like cream cheese frosting kind of thing or whatever, you know, and then fruit on it. Got a fruit. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. So got white Good peach stuff. and blackberries, strawberries and all stuff. I just threw a bunch of fruit in there. So it's just a fruity tequila drink. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I figure if it with the fourth, it feels summery and bright. That's right. Crushing. So, yeah. Well, I will nice. tell you what is what is in my drink without okay. again saying it. So okay. it's gin, lemon juice, and a honey simple syrup. Okay, honey. 
I mean, it's not, bees, flies, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might be onto something there. <laughs> um, all right. Well, nice. Um, our weeks. So we're talking about the fourth, some fun things happening there. Did you mm-hmm. you make it to fireworks? Or they were just background fireworks to scare the living bejesus out of your kid? <laughs> uh, option B. Uh, okay. Just background fireworks to scare the living bejesus out of my kid. <laughs> Poor girl. Um, yeah, I feel like she'd she'd seen fireworks before because people have been setting them off kind of all week and stuff. And when she can see them, she's fine. She doesn't like right. love the noise. But, you know, what little kid does. Um, but, yeah, our uh, – neighbor in back set off like a stream of sparkly firecrackery fireworks and yeah Everett was not a fan (laughs) um but she actually wore herself out she uh, the friends we were visiting have two dogs and she just like ran around playing with them she had a ball she had so much fun um and then (laughs) she literally like ran around chasing the dog ball that we were throwing for the dogs. She would go run to see if she could pick it up first and then she would pick (laughs) it up and the dogs would be after her. And she's just like, um, yeah. So she just wore herself out. So we did not make it to fireworks, but it was still still a fun day. Yeah. It's good. The dogs are good with playing with her. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a good introduction and yeah, they were very chill about including her in their in their fun games so Mm -hmm. nice yeah just kind of solidified that we need a dog sure yeah i mean and i wonder if you can like like going to look at dogs Mm -hmm. bring her along and see how they react and stuff like that exactly yeah yeah we've marked a, a couple of shelters that have some open houses or like open you know kind of adoptable events coming up so we'll see you should get a Frenchie because we want Dobby to have a Frenchie friend because they're so okay. cute. <laughs> I actually, so we talked to a shelter that had a Frenchie mix that mm. seemed like it was going to be like a good size, um, you know, was active so it could go on runs with us. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were very like, mm, you have a small child. We don't think this is going to work. Oh, really? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, you know, thanks. I guess we'll look at other dogs. And then suddenly the foster mom was like, just kidding. Like, come to an adoption event and meet her. Like, maybe it'll be different than I think. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So we'll see. We might go meet her um, this coming weekend. But yeah. I didn't know it worked that way, but I suppose that makes sense. If you foster an animal, like, you might have people come check. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I think there's a lot of, um, caution in the adoption community right now because a lot of people adopted animals over COVID and then we're like, yeah. Oh, now restrictions are lifted. Just kidding. We don't need this animal. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're getting a little picky about, you know, who can really adopt animals, but yep, we'll keep trying. Yep. Cool. Um, it looks like you managed to fit in a few shows throughout the week too, huh? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, kind of got a variety of things going on right now. Uh, Chris and I started Kenobi. We saw episodes one and two. Um, and then that was immediately put on pause when Stranger Things came out because we had to finish the season of Stranger Things. I had no idea it was just going to be two extra episodes. Kind of feeling a little cheated 
that it was only two, but then I saw like the length You're of long, the last yeah. one. Yeah. And it was like two and a half hours. So, all right. Right. But we finished Crazy. Stranger Things. Okay. Now, hold on. Okay. Pump the brakes. I need to know about Kenobi. What are your thoughts? I'm asking everybody that's watched Kenobi. I, I, I've followed this show because I'm interested, though I'm not watching yeah. it. And uh, so I've been very uh, intrigued in what everybody's come away with. Sure. Thinking. Sure. Um, I mean, the plot thus far works. There are no like gaping holes for me. You know, I'm, I'm only two episodes in, so, you know, I, I can't mm -hmm. comment on the entirety of the season. Um, Ewan McGregor, nailing it so far. The villain who's like obsessed with finding him, the, the Inquisitor. Um, Reba. Yeah, she, her dialogue is real heavy handed and it's a real forced to me. Mm -hmm. um, her character, I'm just not feeling what's going on with her and everything just feels like awkward and okay. some of her dialogue has got me just like, what is, what is this? Um, it's fun to see, boy, I don't think this is spoilery. Um, because it's like right away. So apologies if it is. But I'm going to say it anyway. Um, it's fun to see Leia woven into the storyline. Mm. Um, but I'm not, again, not really a fan of the little kid actress who plays her. Okay. I don't want to be mean to kids, but I just don't think she's doing a great job. I've heard that as well. I've heard that she is, one of the flaws in her writing is that she's, they're writing a much older person for a child that age. Yes, yes. It's and like I think it's supposed to be that kid. she's like insightful, but it's it's not right. coming it's out much. right. Mm -hmm. It's too much for a kid that age, I think. Right. Because um, so. she, I mean, she, she looks fine for the part, and there are moments yep. when when it works. Um, but yeah, that, I'm just not, I'm not really a fan. I think they're writing yeah too heavy dialogue for her um there's a whole moment where like she suddenly mistrusts kenobi and i was like oh, i'm not sure i'm buying this motivation here mm -hmm. so there are some motivation problems that characters have for me and that's troubling um but yeah you and killing it and we're just about to get to vader so sure. i'm excited about that Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's been so really far, interesting so hearing everybody's uh, takeaways. Pete, mm -hmm. I talked to Pete, and he is—he uh, was uh, the only person I've heard that loved Leia. Oh, okay. It's like, and I, I was like, wow, I haven't heard that one yet. But um, okay, she did. There was a moment where she like had a speech, and I was like, yeah, like sure. you know, there have been there have been should some she moments. Have been like five years older or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I get it. She's young and like, you know, you got to save like the young kids and there's like appeal there of like Obi-Wan coming out of retirement and like being all crusty and like little kid heartwarming. I get it. But it's I didn't think it needed to be this forced. You mean like uh Mandalorian and Baby Yoda? Yes, Baby Yoda with words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean, like the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, like the exact mm -hmm. same plot device. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So yeah, I mean, I get it, but I, I think it would have worked. The dynamic would have worked just as well if Leia was older. Well, I definitely have, uh, based did, on the story. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, they did do, to inter, to like set up Kenobi, they did a great recap of the first three movies. Like okay. the important bits of everything, and they tied things in. The way they like introed all of that, like stellar job. Okay. So nice. props there for the like an epic recap. Well, I think when you're done watching it, we should do a. Even though I haven't seen it, we'll do a little spoiler talk. If we want to yeah. have anyone on for it or whatever, we can. Otherwise, just get your thoughts on it and stuff. Chris um, and I are also like watching The Mandalorian right now, so it's a lot of Star Wars in our household right now. Okay. All right. My so we could we so, could have a Disney Star Wars like bonanza. Oh God. <laughs> I can't imagine a worse thing. I just don't even know. Like, John's like, like my nightmares torture. tonight will be plagued. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just me I'll whispering just be, in your I'm, ear. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disney Star Wars bonanza. <laughs> just wake up in a cold sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Actually help. Yeah. That's that's likely, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> I I have mixed feelings about it. Um, the, the episodes I watched were fine, but definitely flawed. Mm -hmm. what, I've, what I've gotten gathered from a lot of people is that it seems to me that the people that are enjoying it most um, are either kind of more casual Star Wars fans or they just really want to see cool looking Star Wars stuff. They really want to mm -hmm. like it. Like you just, you're used to liking Star Wars. You really, really want to like it. So anything kind of flashy and cool you get is mm -hmm. enough for you to make it feel worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, there, there are certainly fun moments. I mean, like I said, I can't say anything negative about, Ewan McGregor's performance. So it's fun to like see him get back to this character. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and they do give him some really great moments to shine so far. Um, I'm obviously looking forward to Vader. I there's fun in building out some of the world. Um, and like seeing Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru and like building out some of that world and like getting these background feels of like ah, that was like in the original movie and like, sure. ah, there's like a, you know, this is how this works. It's kind of a fun, like, you know, behind the curtain sneak peek almost. Yep. But, you know, that can only sustain a show for so long. Right. Um, so I am worried going forward. Well, and I think that's part of what they've run into, that hiring people that largely don't exactly really know what, star wars is about so to them it's all about adding in the lines like you know i've got a bad feeling about this or mm -hmm. hello there from you know or like just adding different the things the dialogue yeah. pieces or the reoccurring always we do this and it just yeah. it's 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 so cheap at this point it's not right right it, it those just things are feels, special when you use them sparingly you can't yeah. just like sprinkle them in wherever and be like ah it's mm -hmm. so great no. So they're dying on this where it's, you know, instead of like branching out and just leave that behind because they don't know what else Star Wars is. 
-hmm. It's laser swords, right? It's laser swords in space and these silly lines here and there. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the use of the imagery, but like, what does that mean? Where did Star Wars come from? What are its inspirations? You know, we're talking old samurai films or, you know, Mm -hmm. Flash Gordon or like these things and what makes those so we can understand what Star Wars should be. Right. Um, Like a lot of people are missing it. Right. So. Um, and another show, huh? Got another one going here again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I finished season four of Stranger Things. Closing that out, we must talk about it at some point. Okay. There is a there is a moment in the last episode that was like clearly written just for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we need to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, so I also speaking of season four, I'm in like season four on everything, Westworld, Stranger Things, and also finally getting back to a show Chris and I watched a long, long time ago. There was a gap between the third and the fourth season, and we're finally getting back to it. A good place on Netflix okay. uh, with oh, Kristen Bell that, as the was headliner. Was that always on there? That was on uh, yes, yes. Okay. It's always been on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Not when it aired. Uh, it's not a Netflix produced show. Okay. But yeah, it came out on like ABC or something, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So it was like like a main channel sitcom. Um, and then they put like seasons one through three on there while we were waiting. There was kind of a big gap. I don't remember why uh, between three and four. I don't know that it was pandemic related or not, but I couldn't say for sure. Because sure. honestly, at this point, I'm kind of forgetting. Um, but yeah, season four came out and we just like didn't quite get to it and now we're like yeah let's break up some of our serious stuff with a little light-hearted comedy um and the show is just as good as i remember it's definitely once i got back into it i was like i i remember the feel of it i remember like the jokes here i'm glad this is like the final season because it's it's one of those shows that's really great in a short contained arc Mm -hmm. and that's what it is it's nice you can have something that kind of knows when it should end and to get to yes. a fourth season and still be consistent. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it's a very funny show. If you've never tried it out, highly recommend. The performances are excellent. Tight storylines. They have clear goals in mind. Good show. Alan posted a gif here. Um, oh, what does he got for me? I haven't seen Kristen Bell in anything in a while. He's- Mother forking shirt balls. Yes. Funny. Called it. <laughs> nice. Yes. If you if you don't know the the premise, there is no swearing when you're in the the good place. So they have a lot of like alternatives that are closed, so you can sort sure. of like get props to the cast for just incorporating these like screwball words, like they're you know supernatural into right. their dialogue. It is hilarious nice cool yeah i've been Um, busy yeah that's great how about you yeah i've um i feel like i've watched more than i have i guess um on the fourth it was kind of like we didn't know this was before the fourth and we just like okay we're not really doing fourth of july e things so much so really we decided to have some family over um we grill that kind of thing and then Mm -hmm. did that the night of the big fight so ufc 276 was saturday and it was a really stacked card um 
and we had never paid for a pay-per-view before on uh one of these fights so it's mm-hmm. like all right we're gonna get one this is a big one let's do that and so we uh yeah later in the night we sat and watched fights um the, the fights main event the pay-per-view uh a couple weeks ago i saw better fights so <laughs> yeah it could have been better um sure I, it was it was good they were important um some championship belts handed out there um the main Adesanya fight, uh, Adesanya fight was less than amazing for me, um, mm. but some of the ones leading up to it were were pretty fun. So okay, yeah, I'm happy we did anyways. We won't won't be buying another one for a little while. Mm-hmm. We should just, like I say, wait a few weeks and watch it. But um, yeah, it was fun to get together for that, and then been managed to watch the West World. So we mm-hmm. talked about a um, little bit of Hunter Hunter and Dragon Ball here and there. But then really I spent more of a week reading. So okay. I finished up um, Hell's Paradise, which mm-hmm. on our like sister show here reviewed. So you can check that out. Um, also finished, I don't know how to say it still, Apple Sims. It's oh, by sure. the author of one of my favorite mangas blam and it had been on break for quite a while i read this the first eight volumes last year or something like that and then it was saying the next volume wasn't coming till this summer so it just came out like two days ago and i didn't realize it was going to be the last volume um so I'm guessing it maybe didn't do all that well because unfortunately mm. the end felt rushed. Um, That's a it, bummer. It, yeah, it ended. I feel like how he probably always imagined it was going to end. It just got there quick. Sure. Um, so yeah, I was a little, little, little bummed out by that, but, uh, but it was worth reading anyways. And then, um, I don't know how to say this either. Uh, it's definitely said a little differently in Japanese, but it's not a Japanese word. So, uh, Gleipnir. So, uh, yeah. That'd be it's my a best Nordic guess word. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Nordic word. Um, and it is, um, means open one. It's the binding that holds the mighty wolf Fenrir in Norse mythology. Ooh, so, cool. Yeah. But, um, Basically, there's this manga. There's also an anime of it now, but it got cut short. So people are wondering if there's going to be a season two. Okay. Anyways, I read the manga. I am current on this, which I think is 10 or I think it's 11 volumes at this point. And I almost thought this was going to be the end. But this one is clearly going to continue. So um I really, really got into this. Um, I, it, it had for however it pulls me into, gives me the the proper vibe of Japan. Like I feel, mm-hmm. I feel it when I'm reading it. And then um, it's got it's got a fair fair amount of fan service. It's definitely a more adult. Deals with some monsters and stuff. Has some similarities to uh, Darling in the Franks, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay in interesting ways but i really like it and when i was done because i don't know when the next volume is coming out sometime this summer when i was done i was kind of in that post like reading a book 
haze where I can't pull myself out of it yet. Like I need, there needs to be more. You want more. Now. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, pretty invest, pretty invested in this one. I'm trying to decide now if I want to watch the anime, but maybe I don't, if they're never going to finish it, I don't know. So, but, uh, yeah, Gleipnir manga, good stuff. So I guess uh, like what it's about is this kid that can transform into a monster. Mm -hmm. I don't much I want to give away. He can transform into a monster. And he's, this is just the very first bit. He saves this girl that was going to die in a fire. And they kind of become partners and realize that his transformation into a monster is really like he transforms into a like a mascot suit. He looks kind of like a big, big headed mascot thing. And okay. it's like, okay, whatever. But he didn't realize there's a zipper on his back. And oh. so she unzips it, it's empty, and she can get in. And so she does. And it's kind of like a kind of where this is where it gets some darling in the Franks sort of stuff. Where they use it is kind of sexual in a way, but it's sort of like the a bonding experience. They can kind of see each other's memories and stuff to kind of feel what each other can feel a little bit. And I don't know. That's that's I just mean, the premise of like initially. Can set she up. direct him then while she's inside it, or is he yes. still like in charge? No, there's there's a little bit of both, but mostly she's kind of in control. If she's, she's inside. inside the suit, yeah, she like she can override but when she's him. Not, okay, okay all right. yeah, yep. So interesting, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'd recommend to any any adults out there that likes. And wants to see some monsters or something like that, and a well-written story, um, as long as you're okay with the the nudity involved, nudity <laughs> and blood. So sure. Um, yeah, that's been my week. It's been my week. Um, news. News. Um, I should probably start being. I ended with that. Talk a little bit of uh, anime news. Let's do it. Bleach. Bleach is oh coming back. <laughs> uh, there's a trailer out there. Oh, my God. Just what I need to feel like I'm never, ever, ever going to finish this freaking series <laughs> is more of it. For God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really mean, like it. I do. I just, I'm, I'm like feeling like I got to the top of a mountain in which it felt manageable to climb. I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, just kidding. There's like a whole nother right. mountain over here. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, exciting, but also come on, Bleach. I, you know, I really don't, I really don't know if I'm going to go back to it or not. Sure. Because I never watched all of the anime either. Mm -hmm. I watched what I, up to what I would consider is enough, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I don't know. I just, it should just be done, I think. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, it's kind of one of those things like in Japanese culture for these things, that's what we get. We either get, we get long runs of things or whatever. Like and then one we'll season. Get, yeah. But then sometimes <laughs> we'll get a big break and then they'll come back, you know, whereas yeah. in the West it's like, it's going to continue forever. It's going to change hands a lot. Yeah. So which way you want to do it, I don't know, but 
I just think that Bleach was already done enough before mm-hmm. that I don't think. Like, if we have one more season and this was amazing, they put a lot of work into it. This is the definitive sure. ending. But if we're just starting again, just, to just yeah. go on, no. No, thanks. No, thanks. I mean, obviously, there's going to be people out there who, like, love Bleach and are just like, it could go on forever. You know, they're they're kind of in the, the mode that you're in where you, like, end something and you're like, oh, I just need more. Yeah. There's always going to be those people, but I don't know. For, like, mainstream bulk of people yeah either make this Mm. awesome and just crush it in like a season or two i'll even give you yep or just don't please (laughs) because you're just gonna make people like me feel like we can never ever finish bleach Mm -hmm. well i guess i should have like looked up if because last time i was trying to read some bleach which i think is Mm. what this is based on now you know that's right um, and I don't know how long they kept that going. Like if that was the last sure. arc there. Um, and so if this is going to be that and then it's done or if that kept going too. So. Yeah. yeah we'll potentially find out. Yeah. Um, more anime Trigun Stampede. We mentioned it the other week. It was announced. Now we have a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Did you get to check? I did. It looks cool. Like. I'm in. Okay. Well, you're okay. not. No, I don't know. I mean, either. I've I've never seen any Trigun, yeah. and right. the, so this trailer to me looked great. So I was like, is... uh, "Cool, I'll start watching Trigun." Sure. Yeah, it's definitely it definitely made for you. It doesn't to me look made for uh, me or fans of the original. Sure. Um, maybe I'll be wrong, but I'm never a big fan of the CGI look, anyways. Uh, hmm. um, I kind of like. I kind of like the redesign of Vash. I think it's kind of cool, but he looks yeah. Awesome. Once I once I saw the trailer, I'm like, no. I, when I was inter- intrigued before, I'm really kind of out now. You're yeah, you're off put. Yeah, yeah, I I love Vash's whole like vibe. I dig all of it. Like his outfit, his like mannerism. That from what I could see from the trailer, like I dig it. It's very like. I don't know. Steampunk, cowboy, Western craziness. And I don't know. I just dug it. Okay. Well, maybe we end up, maybe you watch this and then the original. Yeah. And then I watch this. See how I feel. I've already watched the original. Yeah. 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 We could come at this from like two different approaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd make that deal. It unfortunately, I like to say, it set off on a wrong foot for me just with the CGI look. But sure, if it's really good, I can get past that. But yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, who knows? I I have nothing. I have no background in Trigun. Mm-hmm. I have, I have nothing. I I mean, obviously, you explained a little bit of the story. You kind of explained like the feel of it. Um, and yep. now I've watched a trailer for this. That's literally the sum total of what I'm bringing to the table. So yep. who knows what I'll think. Um, well, let's jump over to, to gaming now. I don't think this okay. we're going to try again video game. Um, if there has, that would have been great for a transition, but I don't think there has been. So, um, Xbox, they announced some mm-hmm. new stuff, some updates to their cloud gaming. I really just wanted to mention particularly one thing about this because yeah, it was, um, everybody's been talking about this being the case and it looks like it's going to be now. 
they're going to have the Xbox app on oh, yeah. 2022 Samsung televisions. Mm-hmm. So um, that's um, that's great. I think that's definitely the future. Just like every TV comes with most of the streaming services for video, I think all the gaming ones will be on there too. So you just grab your Xbox controller, hook up to your television, and away yeah. you go. I was kind of pumped about that because we're potentially in the market for a new TV. So I was like, oh, hmm, well. Feature to keep an eye out for, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's because I don't know if I said on the show or not, but I tried the cloud gaming again recently mm-hmm. um, on my phone with a controller attaches to it. I tried the Ninja Turtles game and it worked really well. It worked mm-hmm. quickly, seamlessly, because I, I always every tried every few months. Right. And I've been kind of disappointed by it um, historically. And this last time I tried it, it was really smooth, snappy and clean. So uh, hoping awesome. they're really getting on top of it and ironing out the creases so mm-hmm. yeah um nintendo finally had it nintendo direct it was a direct mini they partner did. showcase so some people were, were upset by that but uh you know that was a mini expectation well that they were just hoping for a proper full nintendo direct that was featuring their first party titles i see, I see. um yeah but um we got this instead. Did you manage to watch it or a number of the announcements? Or Yeah, I did actually watch most of it. I didn't get all the way through it, but I watched most of it. Yep. <laughs> okay. I had, yeah, I had apparently know. other things <laughs> to watch this week. <laughs> yeah. What did uh, you come away thinking? I mean, it's fine. Over, I mean, overall, as a presentation, like it's nice that it's short, it's snappy. There wasn't, you know, any middlemen kind of running around doing a lot of explaining. Um, yeah. I could have maybe used one or two like intros to things, um, you know, okay. just some explainers or like a like da 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 big reveal. Um, sure, because you know sometimes it, it just like revs up World the excitement. Exclusive, yeah, little the Xbox, thing, nice, yeah. yeah. Um, just like a little like ramp up for some excitement. So that was kind of like, cause things would just like flow into one another sometimes. And I was just like, Whoa, like we're into the next thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. Like I said, kept it tight. I, I love something that like, you know, is just going to put out like a little half hour, like here's some fun stuff, check it out. And we got some dates for things. So yeah, good job. Cool. Yeah. Couple I- games I'm excited about. Yeah, what stood out? Uh, Mario and Rabbids. Okay. Spark of Hope. Because, I mean, who doesn't love anything Mario? And I've always loved, like, the weird little Rabbids. You so. like Rabbids? They're very I controversial, do. I feel like. it's they, one or, You either like them or it's like, God, they're annoying. Yeah. I'm I'm one who likes them, so I, I fall they're on cool, that yeah. side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, what was the couple of the other ones that I thought was fun? Oh, Sonic Frontiers was fun. In a like, this is a very different world that I'm used to Sonic being in. Mm, yeah. I haven't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like the world building of Sonic Frontiers was very different look than what I'm used to playing Sonic in. So that was kind of fun. I have to say, you just triggered me in a kind of funny way. So, it is, no, it's not what you're thinking, probably. So, <laughs> I had this, I listened to a few people that say a lot, you know what I mean? 
it's you know just like kind of end their sentences that way mm, and so now sure. every time i've made it i've made a habit of it every time someone says you know what i mean i say yeah i know what you mean like if i'm, I'm listening to a podcast and they can't <laughs> hear me i say yeah i know what you mean and it's just like so you said it there and it was and you were like me to not tip of your say, tongue just yep. <laughs> i know what you mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. It's like generally speaking rhetorical, and it's just like, yes. uh, but it's I've just noticed more and more people saying this now, and uh, so yeah. So I make you self conscious about it now. I know. I'm gonna watch my words now, <laughs> no. boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm just gonna place that now going mm -hmm. forward. Be very yep. specific about it. I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna get Alan a button so he can push. Well, with graphic, <laughs> I know what you mean. Every time. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. I I thought um, Sonic Frontiers is is gonna be interesting. I'm really intrigued to see what comes of that. How how that's received. Um, it's like really haven't had a good Sonic game that wasn't sort of a remake or something mm -hmm. um for a long time mm -hmm. so it would be interesting yeah here alan posted do you know what i'm saying butters from south park <laughs> yes mm -hmm. <laughs> oh that's <laughs> but a I, throwback I don't, I don't respond to that it's got to be do you or do you know what i mean or yeah. you know what i mean yeah you know what i mean right yep right. absolutely i do uh, know what you mean <laughs> okay. Uh let's see on the video I think we're showing right now, yeah, Lorelei and the laser eyes. I thought mm -hmm. that was that came out of nowhere and that looked really cool. Agreed. So I'm I'm in, intrigued by that. Near Automata, interesting that that's coming to the Switch. I'll be interested in see how that performs, how that runs. Um a Portal Companion Collection, Portal should just be everywhere. Everyone should play that. It's great. And um, and then Persona. I mean, we mm -hmm. should be expecting this. It's still can't believe it's taking this long, but we're getting the Persona games coming to Switch as well. So that was kind of yep. close it out. I, I thought overall it was a it was a nice nice direct. You know, it was a bunch of things that I was surprised by. Not too much that we'd heard of. You know, it was a good mix of new and whatever. And um, yeah, well done. Still interested to see if they're going to come with a full another direct or if they're going to kind of stick to the like i think they did um xenoblade one maybe they'll do a splatoon one at some point like they're going to stick to doing featured things on games sure. or if they're going to do another another kind of big one but sure yeah um okay a couple movie stories before we get into west world uh this one is quick i just thought it was funny because when the Dark Knight trilogy was done, I know Warner Brothers was throwing so much money at Christian Bale. Please yep. stay. Please yep. be Batman longer. You know, I mean, like, they nope. were good. They were good. I get it. Oh, yeah. I know it makes sense that they would ask him to keep going. They were successful yeah. and, you know, it was uh, doing well. So for sure. But he said no, could not be convinced. But now recently, <laughs> uh he's he said he'd be open to playing batman again no 
if no. Christopher Nolan came to him, came to, came to him with another story, he really wanted to tell. Nope. Nope. No. Like you don't nope. want it, or it's not happening. Nope. Or what's the? Um, only don't want it because there's too much Batman material out there right now. Sure. And this is this is like a thing where. I already like ranted about the fact that I'm t- I'm super annoyed at like too many potential Harley Quinns out there. Yes, t- I, like it's too much Batverse right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to pump the brakes so I can concentrate on like one or two at a time. Right. Yeah. Don't diminish. So, the, yeah. yeah. I mean, we finally we worked it out, and Rob Pattinson did a great job. I really liked the Batman. More than I thought I would. I liked Robert Pattinson more than I thought I would. So just go with it, please. Sure. I really love Christian Bale. And like, yeah, if you'd come to me with this, you know, however many years ago when he was doing the Nolan trilogy, if you even mm-hmm. if you came to me with it like five years ago, two years ago, great. I would have loved it because I really liked him. But now, now it's just too messy and I can't. Yeah. Yeah, it won't happen. I no, it it won't happen. I mean, maybe it will at some point. I don't know, but I'm I'm predicting I'm like a 90, 85 to 90% sure it won't. Yeah. Cuz I'll well, never say no because people surprise the hell out of me and and it yes. could get messier. It could absolutely happen and I could be, you know, a month from now sitting here shaking my head going, "Well, they did it." Yeah. I don't but I'm hoping I like the no. idea that when we used to have that, there was one Batman at a time, right? In live in live action form, right? You know, chill out, everybody. Yeah, I don't we know. Maybe had... maybe it's just like Christian Bale's coming off of Thor, you know, Love and Thunder, and it's just like, oh, I miss the you know the I mean, action and the, yeah. you know just like feeling a vibe there. He was asked but... a question. He answered it. You know, I sure. understand. You know, yeah. It just, I have this thought like some executives somewhere were probably like, what the hell? Really, <laughs> really man? Now, yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking of no, of uh, Christian Bale, who is in the movie you just mentioned, Thor, um, the director of New Thor, yep. Taika uh, Waititi. He's supposedly making a Star Wars movie, and I thought maybe now mm-hmm. he shouldn't. Yeah. Maybe he should just not because. <laughs> yeah, I read that story. It was like, ow. That's yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> it is. It is embarrassing. Um, uh, I understand I mean, you're making a mistake. Right. Props to him for telling a funny story. Yes. Because it is funny, but in the moment, youch. Yeah. <laughs> so the story is um and i have it pulled up here from comicbook.com yeah uh taika watiti was talking to natalie portman who we all know is in thor love and thunder and um he liked working with her and such and was letting her know hey uh i'm working on a star wars movie so he, so he says and quote i'm trying to work on a star wars thing have you ever wanted to be in a star wars movie she said, Natalie Burn responds, I've been in Star Wars movies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's so yeah. embarrassing. She just, it's not even that she was like a small character, you know what I mean? That you could right. be forgiven for Pivotal. like, a ca- right? Like if she was in a cameo or just like a brief second yes. of a scene, if she was an extra. Be like Pierre oh, Capaldi. No, okay, we'll work him back right. in. 
later, you know, but, uh, yeah. Oh God. Oh God. It's so crushing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just, that's just not, that's just, yeah. Not. Yeah. That um, had to be super embarrassing. And, and it's funny cause, um, weren't we talking about, uh, recently one of the writers on Kenobi who was like, Oh yeah. Like it's a big reveal. Vader's alive. Like we don't yeah. even know what, and we were like, "Why are you working on this series?" Yeah, it's hilarious that this story is following so close on the heels of that, where we're like, "Oh boy, some mm -hmm. Star Wars writers really need to bone up on their canon." Yeah, like you it, know, it's it, it's not even like world building stuff. You just like basic storyline, right? Bone up on that, please. Yeah, it was it was weird how it seems like. Canon was more consistent and concerned, uh, like a bigger concern when we had all these different writers writing right. this stuff. And there wasn't exactly a like story team that was, a, would be, should be as a strict about like keeping track of what is Canon. And there's way less to focus on now. There's mm -hmm. way less to consider, mm -hmm. you know, before there was a very detailed timeline of all the expanding universe stuff, like in novel form, where it all fits in. And even in comics, they would like say the years based on everything. And so you'd know where it all fits. And like, I don't know. So that was, yeah, it was weird. Weird to me. Um, I don't know what Taika Waititi would do for a Star Wars movie. You know, uh, he like, did you, what he would write or like yeah, what kind what of he thing he would do. Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, he I definitely think he's talented. So he did. I guess the thing that would give me hope would be um, what uh, what's that rabbit one he did? Jojo World Rabbit. Two, yeah, Jojo mm -hmm. Rabbit. Yeah, that was good. Um, so if he brought Ragnarok something like that. Yeah, but it's so com comedic, you know. Um, so I'm just not looking for. I mean, yeah. maybe he tells that kind of story in the Star Wars world, but that's the last thing I'd want is let's bring the Marvel vibe. Oh yeah, no, Star I agree with Wars, that. You know? Yeah. So I mean, Star Wars could use some lightning up, but not like a Ragnarok vibe. Yeah, I mean, you know, not it, that, he said he wants to light. do something different, different, you know, like away from the main mm -hmm. story enough. So maybe it could be something completely a little sillier. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like yeah. All, yeah, all I'm saying is like Star Wars could use some lightning up in a way that isn't like horrible and forced and like we're doing comedy now for a second. Sure. Um, so like he he does bring that like easiness, very conversationalist, you know, kind of yeah. funny vibe. So he could bring that. I don't mean to say he could bring like the premise of Ragnarok and how silly that was. Yep. Pound's right here. There. Pound has mentioned he directed the last episode of season one of the Mandalorian. And oh, so okay. That, that was, that was good. That was entertaining. What, what is appetite maybe for some Star Wars? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, maybe just brush up on your history, pal, and uh, check out a cast list. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's something I recently watched. Um, so our friend Dave Schrader, uh, who does the paranormal 60 right. shout out to that show. Um, he did, he had on his show, he was like hosting a panel at some convention and interviewing Matt Ryan, who's Constantine. 
And mm, so he was mm-hmm. in the Constantine show and has continued that. He was in Legion or Legends of Tomorrow and then the animated movies and stuff of like that. Right. And like what he talked about on stage was really cool. Like how he, you know, as soon as he was cast, he started reading from the beginning all of Hellblazer. He just started reading them all. And so he's getting through hundreds of hundreds of issues. You really want to understand the character. And then he said he was having trouble because he'd be reading it after a shoot at night and then have terrible nightmares and stuff. Oh, so he's sure. like, okay. And then he, then the show was canceled. So he's kind of like, it was a sour thing for him then at that point. But then he got back and did more gigs playing Constantine. So then he picked it back up again. So nice. I just like that kind of dedication. You're excited mm-hmm. for the character. You're excited for what the, you right. know, um, like you know, Henry Cavill the- and Witcher kind of yeah, like I'm right. really dedicated to the material. I've read it. I know it. I've studied. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The people that come to the the director or the whatever and say, yeah, I don't think he'd say this or I don't think they yep. do this or whatever, you know. Um, but like, you know, that they've actually read yeah. it. Yeah. And that's why there's and they're not just saying it because they don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Um, anyways, uh, that's, that's news for the week. Mm-hmm. Some interesting stuff going on there. Lots of TV, as we mentioned, being released along with, I mean, it's summertime. So movies and television, mm-hmm. um, Westworld being amongst them. Mm-hmm. Season four just started two episodes down. We're going to talk about that all spoilery like. So yes, fair yes. warning now. We were uh, we were supposed to cover it a little bit earlier um, on Sunday, and then uh, I, we had thought we were getting through you know episodes one and two then, and I totally forgot that even though this show is on HBO Max, it's not acting like a streaming show. HBO yes. is releasing it on their you know channel HBO eight o'clock on Sundays. Yeah, and like, it's, like it's, Raised by Wolves. Right, but it's but it's so like I forget these things in the era of streaming sometimes. You know what I mean? When you when you say like, oh, the show comes out on you Sundays, you just think like it's Sunday morning. I get to wake up and, you know, watch my show. Yep. And uh yeah, it's just kind of a jolt back into the reality of like, nope, there's a specific time. Yeah. I I'm a fan. See, to I me, like it too. the way they release Stranger Things, I don't like that. It lessens engagement over a period of time. Mm-hmm. So if, if you if you want someone to be excited about a show, you want that moment where they can you can tune in, you yeah. know, whether you do the night of or the next couple of days, and then you can talk to other people that are watching it. Because otherwise, you're going to have this thing that drops. A whole bunch of people are going to binge it. Others are going to go through it slowly. You're all off kilter in how you're going to discuss it with other people. And then a lot of people are just through and done with your show before, mm-hmm. the, you know, it just, it just shortens you know the lifespan yeah. of, of stuff. And so I think Netflix is doing this with anime. And I think, I don't think that's a good call either. Like let's get this. I, you know, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? How do you like it? How do you prefer it? Um, I mean, I was really excited to, I mean, to, you know, continue the thread with Stranger Things. I was really excited to have it come out. And I was sort of, I was sort of excited about this, like, break in the season. 
But then it was like two episodes and it was just sort of like, I don't know, it felt weird and yeah. cheap and like even even though we talked about like, yeah, the episodes were longer and so, you know, there was like a well, it's so much content, but like, I don't know, for those two episodes you could have just released them or not. Yeah. Like or like held more back. Like it was a very weird way to do stuff. Think how much um, longer Stranger Things could be in the conversation. Right. Of culture. Right. It you almost know? It almost feels already over. I know, and I don't like it. Because mm. I want to be want to be able to discuss it. it, like theorize what's going to happen next week. You know where this is going, and now it's just I do because the show started in one place and ended in another, and the way the show started, I was worried, and now I'm not worried. But I want to like talk about like all the little things along the way that like mm. got better or improved with the twists that I saw coming and the ones that I didn't see coming. Yeah. So I want to, I want to talk about like conversation then. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's still in the conversation and I want to talk about it, but I feel like I would be more into the minutia, the nitty gritty of everything that happened. If it came out, like even if you released like the first two or three at a time and then did one, Mm -hmm. I, I like that better. Yeah, I it, think then it like, gets everybody excited. Like you get jump yeah. started on like a bunch of them, and then you're just like waiting. Certainly for new properties, give people mm-hmm. a chance to like sink their teeth into a little more, you know. Well, and for something uh, like Stranger Things season four, because it's been almost three years. Yeah, like it's almost like a new property again mm-hmm. because it's been so long that you you like need to get back into the grip of it. Yep. Well, Westworld season four, not as long of a break. We, no, uh, still we long ended though. on, yeah, when we ended on season three, I was less than super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I honestly wasn't the difference between me waiting for season three from two to now three to four, very different mm-hmm. because after two is like, oh, there it's. It is coming back. Wow. Okay. What's going to be? I love Westworld. Three to four. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess we got to try it. Um, you know, give it a shot yet. What did, were you as, as down on it as, as me or a little more excited um, than I? No, to both. I wasn't, I wasn't as down on it, I think at the end of last season, but I also was very scared to pick it back up. Okay. You know, like I felt that we were going to, but it was almost like a dread. It was almost like, Oh, it's out now. Like I got to get watching it. I got to get watching it. Right. And I just wasn't sure. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't know that I want to, but I guess I will. Cause it was like one of our shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I wasn't excited to pick it back up. So now that it has started. Now that it's two episodes in. What do you think? Ah, oh, man. I, there are things that I love and things that I don't. Okay. So I, I love some of the characters picking back up um, because I've always loved Maeve. And I just like love her as a character. I love her journeys. I love the actress. Um, I believe Tandaway is how you say her name. Oh, 
I said she, Tandy Newton, but I yeah. So she added the W back in because that's her like uh, birth name, and so she was oh. like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go by interesting by my birth name now." You know, I want to change sure. it. Um, so I don't. I I apologize to anybody. I don't know how to say that. Um, but I love her as an actress. I think she's done a killer job as Maeve um, over the four seasons, and she is still killing it in this season. Um, I actually like her and Caleb's partnership. Yeah. I think she makes him less annoying. Sure. And he's a little more fun and a little more like whippy, a little more risky. He's, yeah, I just feel like I get him as a character better. So that was a pleasant surprise. Um, I don't want to jump into my favorite thing about this season because it's episode two, but. Okay, okay. Yeah. There, there are some pleasant aspects of this, and then there are some um, that I'm not so fond of, which is okay. Dolores slash Christina. And okay. I just don't, I just don't know what this is. I don't know where this is going. Sure. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're, are, we are set up with a season that is a few years in the future. I think it was mm -hmm. even like seven years, something like that. Yeah, and uh, from the ending of of season three, which yeah, I think is say, which I think is a good call. I think it's mm -hmm. nice. We're we're separating. We're saying the events of season three, they had their effect. What's the world look like now that that's done? Has we have we seen the changes? So that's some of the discussion, like all the chaos and stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. Did it amount to anything? Are your lives different? Kind of thing. So that's yeah, kind of one. Just to jump on that for a second, I feel like this is a smart move uh, the same way that the boys having a time jump was a smart move. We've moved mm. past like a kind of apocalyptic scenario into a moment where everything is calm and established and built so that we can start to unravel and, and tear it all down. Sure. And I think that's a really effective place for both of these shows to be in right now. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. totally different in the sense of like I don't feel like the storyline is being copied in any sense of right. But it's but it's a it's a good time jump for both of these shows. Yep. And there's like a messiness that can be. I mean, there is getting into some messiness at the end of season three that I thought they weren't mm -hmm. executing well. Right. Um. It's kind of what I always talk about with like zombie apocalypse, something. It's like if you're gonna do the daunting task of like World War Z and try to show how the world collapses or even like uh i think it was contagion yeah mm -hmm. talking about like a pandemic or epidemic sort of thing like those things are challenging because there's a lot it's such the scope is so large mm -hmm. and so you need to have these things happen but to see them happen can be difficult to showcase versus mm -hmm. like let's just skip ahead and we know a lot of garbage had to happen here and we can imagine some of that and we can explain some of it, but the rest of it, like fill in yourself a little. Right. So yeah, I think the messiness of rebuilding and how we just know that it, society has settled in the kind of yeah. new way here. Um, I felt that this city is a little more realistically futuristic in some ways mm -hmm. than before. I felt like before yeah. Westworld, it'd be like, this just seems like today kind of, but with some robots around, you know, some, yeah. Some like autopilot cars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a little more thoughtful now, a little different. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, and then we're setting up our our different kind of story. We have we have the William, what's William doing, Man mm -hmm. in Black, and uh, and then um, um, you already mentioned them. Um, Maven Caleb. Maven Caleb, which I agree is a good good pair right now. Mm -hmm. They're interacting well with one another. And then the, um, oh yeah, we had the, that's right. We had the, the surprise at the end of episode one that they didn't address in episode two. No, just um, completely ignored it. Yeah. I just totally forgot about that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, um, I should pull up these people's names here cause I'm forgetting them all, but basically have these like kind of three, um, yeah, plots. Dolores, Dolores slash yeah. Christina, as she's now known. So she's a Dolores copy. Yeah. She's a yes. Dolores clone. As far as we, as, as far, far as, as we, I understand. Yeah, because yeah. there's definitely been some catching up. I, I like the recap, but still left me in some moments like, okay, what exactly? Because Dolores very much died mm -hmm. in season three. So yeah, we have a copy, but where did she come from exactly? Right. Like right. if that was in there before, I don't remember because there was more so, than one of her. Right. So I think Dolores had escaped Westworld with like sick, like hosts, like little balls, whatever they are. Like yeah, for sure. Cores, yep. mm -hmm. And some of them were copies of her. Okay. But it wasn't clear that all six of them were. Okay. Right. From from what yeah, I can remember, it's been a because, while. Because she brought back uh, Bernard, right, right, and yes. uh, and uh, what's her name now, Tessa Thompson. Well, she's a she's a different Dolores copy, who like went rogue because yes. she was Hale Loris. Remember Charlotte yes. Hale, right? Dolores, yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. But I, mm. but yeah, I think there was one other one. That I completely forgot they, that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, see, the recap doesn't help as much mm -hmm. as it should. It it did need a little, like, boost of, like, remember mm -hmm. all these things. Because it was a lot. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we, uh, I, so far, I have to say, impressions, I am really liking the music. Mm -hmm. um, I'm liking the look, of, uh, the look of it. I felt, uh, like, at times... It really showcased itself in the fight scenes in season three, but I feel like just so far the show is looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it feels a little bit to me, a little bit more reserved like season one was season one felt mature, evenly paced. It just felt like a, it's a, it, we've talked how it went from a cerebral show really mm -hmm. in season one and most of season two to kind of trying to be an action futuristy action show in season mm -hmm. three did not work for me. And I feel like we're maybe going back a little bit. We're slowing down. Yep. We don't have so many storylines at the moment, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm liking this and it's setting up some interesting questions. Like we've got the flies, you know? So our, our opening is the man in black throwing down threats um and like infecting people with some sort of i don't know fly horde nanobot things yeah or, yeah something uh that now 
we have dealt with people being able to program hosts. They can completely control hosts to now mm -hmm. maybe the hosts are able to program humans in a way. Oh, and a so bug we're getting in the this, system. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> but it, we maybe have two different means to this happening. Because mm -hmm. we've got the man in black thread that we're talking with Hale sure. and him and the flies. But then also with the Dolores thread where it's like she's writing video games and but like writing them that into real. existence. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm very, know. I'm very intrigued by this. If it's, you know, and her boss seems to be, um, very shady. Yeah, he's he's clearly an ass, but like, he's very shady about her projects, and he doesn't like the ones that seem to be like, you know, the games that she's pitching that are like hopeful stories. He's like, oh, yeah. get back to what people like. Get back to like the death and the sex, and you know. So it's very like. So is this uh, you're writing out people's lives kind of thing? Right. You know, um, it's kind yeah. of a callback to like a, a longer route version of like Rehoboam. I think that's how you said it. The machine that like directed everybody's lives last season. Is it like a long form version of like now we have programmers at a gaming company yeah. writing out people's lives? It'd be very interesting if that's like a you know, that's the direction that this is taking. Right. This is, I, I don't, but it's, it's like intriguing because writing human lives. Yeah. 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 Writing the loop for him. I, I, yeah, exactly. It's a very intriguing, uh, premise and it's made more so because I don't know what possibly the answer and details behind this could be. Right. So I hope it's satisfying because like, it right. sounds cool, but what the heck? Um, They're teasing it a lot. They're not giving us a lot. Mm -hmm. um, even to the point where, like, so Delor Dolores, I'm going to say Dolores, but it's Christina. Christina. So Christi okay. Christina. Christina, Christina is badgered by this guy who seems to be calling her and, like, saying, like, why did you mess up my life? Why are you making me do these things? Um, and he stalks her and she has encounters with him. So... I, to the point when he approached her, he hadn't been seen really by anyone else and hadn't really been acknowledged by anyone else. And then he was like suddenly up on a roof and about to jump. And then he did. And in the moment I was like, did anybody else see that? Like, is he even real? Yeah, like, right. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was only sure. it was only afterwards when like her roommate was talking about the obituary. But even then, like only her roommate talks about him. You know what I mean? Like we have no other background characters that have like seen him, talked to him. So like maybe it's a plant and maybe her roommate's in on it. She seems like, weird. She seems off somehow. So I'm looking I'm looking for something here. She seems like, get off me because forward. she's not you know, it's one of those friends I guess that never will take you seriously. Yeah, it's she's like, never really like in problem, her life. Okay? Yeah. Right. And she's just like trying to be you know she's like, so going on fun, a date you know yeah, be, go to yeah, dinner yeah frivolous whatever it's like you know and so it could just be the sense of hey you've been down i'm trying right. to do what i think is best for you but it also could be like well maybe li listen to what i'm saying here right and, but yeah it could be totally be uh 
something to mess with her. It's just another employee from the work. You know? Right. So. Like who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's a interesting, you know, the way that this is building, I hope that there's an interesting payoff. Like you said. Yeah. I'm thinking who is, what are these games? I want to know. Know, know how they're played and who is playing them. Because yep. if the story is you're a guy that gets divorced, has kids and then like commits suicide. Who no one's playing that, like right? You might. Well, and she and she was like, you know, when she was on this like horrible, horrible date that we had to live through with her. Yeah. She's talking about she writes background characters, right? But then she's talking about the overall plot. So, so right. maybe it's just one piece. Maybe she that that would make more sense. She's writing a character that you could potentially maybe save or help or something like sure, that. Sure. So in a larger scale scheme of things, that would sure that would make more sense. Um, so maybe that's the case. Um, yeah, that's awfully fleshed out for just a background character. Well, but as things become more realistic, that's really important. You know, they had, right. right. I'm just saying like, like, I feel like there's a difference between a background character and like just an extra or like a body, you know what I mean? Just on a screen. And the reality is in the future, anything that's a lot of them are just going to be machine algorithm written, you know? So it will just, the, a lot of the places will just be, they'll populate and whatever, you know, because they won't have sure. the labor force to sit there and be so detailed about every single person, you know, but Ugh, yeah. Sad. <laughs> sad? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean it it's... is definitely the people, you know, I know some people myself that would love to work for the game company writing and that sounds great. You know, mm-hmm. so if you could, yeah. But plug. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Professional writer on stream right here, guys. Right? Yep. Right up there. Right. right. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then yeah, we have the Caleb Mave storyline. Wait, wait, wait. Um, so if we're gonna oh. go storyline by storyline, we obviously have to go with Dolores's biggest reveal. Dolores Christina. So she gets stalked by this like creepy Peter guy who like she yep. maybe kills in a video yep. game, but then he like commits suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, but before he does so, he like attacks her and she gets saved by someone she doesn't know. And she goes and runs away inside her house. And then we as an audience get to like get the pan back to the face of the guy who saves her. And dun dun dun! It's Teddy. Yeah. Teddy. You know, you what know is he what doing I, back? And is it right. is it actually Teddy? I mean, he's hanging around Dolores, right? So But like old, is it like a Dolores. Dolores copy somehow? Or oh, is God. it Teddy? Oh God. This, is she, this is Dolores he one of the... copy is going to give Dolores everything she wishes Teddy would have given her before. Like he's gonna know exactly. I mean but, maybe. Know. But yeah, so that's the question. Is it Teddy or is it a Dolores copy? Is it even a host or is it like somehow like a fluke of a, you know, human mm. that he's based on? Or? It's an NPC she wrote. <laughs> I mean, she wrote maybe. him into existence. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's the question. Yeah. And I'm dying yeah. to find out. And I can't believe they didn't touch it at all in episode two because that yeah. to me was like the biggest thing out of her storyline. Teddy's back. That's surprising. I, I wrote it in my comments like, wow, 
It's like they had a plan. What a novel idea. Because mm-hmm. they in the post-credit things, they yes. mention... Which I that, watched for, for good measure. Because I was like, nice. I need to get yeah. back all in this. So. Yeah. They, well, I think last season they had some details. Of, or they, no, mm. that was in uh, Raised by Wolves. It's like, okay, that detail Very needed to be details, in the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, I, I like that they talked to the actors, said, hey, we're putting you on hold. We're going to bring you back later. Yep. So that's cool that it seemed like they have an idea of where things are going. Yes. Yep. So, Yeah. Okay, we can move on to Caleb name now. I just needed to get my my Teddy freak out in there. Yeah, so uh, Caleb is kind of back working like he was sort of thing. Construction, yeah. Uh, uh, but he's got a wife and kid now, so that's fun. Yeah. But, and, and things seem good, but at the same time, uh, he and his wife are a little distant, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've they've clearly got some marital tension going on. Um, I do want to say that that the kind of setup for Caleb's storyline was one of the few things that like act actually actively disappointed me. Was it the dialogue? It was worker. Yeah, it was clunky and it was yeah. like, oh, are you really in a different place now? And I was like, first of all, this seems like weirdly introspective for you guys. Like yeah. I'm just meeting you and you're trying to get like super deep somehow right. and I, I'm not feeling it. And also like it just ignores, ignores a bunch of context for Caleb's life. Like before in season three, he was like doing this very rote work. He was doing it with a robot who he couldn't communicate with. He had no like almost no com- human communication except for like this like crime sprees that he used to do. Yeah. He was fated to die. Like yep. his his life in context is very different. Like, sure, he's still working construction, but like he's working with human partners. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. Like nice he knows house. a nice house. He like knows what he wants. Like, yep. I don't know. It just it felt a little like you know heavy handed. Yeah. It, like I say, it was clunky. It did feel shoehorned. That di- that dialogue, particular conversation. <sighs> It it was a, a fair question, but it wasn't it ca- handled it, well. It was really amateur. yeah. It came about in a really awkward, like unnatural way. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was it was almost like too direct. Like I I could have yeah. used some sort of like, you know, hinting to like consider this question, but don't just like ask it outright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see other shows doing this as like a on the news thing, you know, yeah, in the mm-hmm. background, sort of yep. talking to two people, like how things have changed now, whatever. Yes. Yes. Right. And like, that would have been fine with me, but yeah, this was a little bit much, but from there, I really felt Caleb's storyline, like take off, like everything, you know, was kind of just like building into these, like, yeah, you know, he's having like tense moments with his wife because he can't quite let the war go, which, get it i mean what a super traumatic time for him to live through you know he's continuing to be paranoid which is spilling over into their daughter's life it's spilling into her life but as we find out like pretty much right away he was right to be paranoid Mm -hmm. because people are after him like the man in black is back and he's he's got some plans and 
Caleb and Maeve are clearly in his line of fire. Well, and really, so uh, um, I guess we'll get to them in a in a bit. But uh, yeah, I won't jump over them yet. But yeah, but the, clearly Maeve and Caleb's storyline is more intertwined with Hale and the man in black. Um, right. They're directly aware that he's around and is seeking them out. So they're going to do the same. I loved the rewind trick that Maeve pulls on the hosts who were sent after her. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just like plug in, rewind your memories. Like I'm, I'm digging this, this trick that she's got going on. Yeah. And it, I, I liked the scene seeing where Maeve was. She was still like, it was kind of sad. She's still living in her memories in a way, uh, mm-hmm. re- rewinding there. Yeah. Um, so she does the put on a good face thing, but mm-hmm. you know, has, uh, issues or whatever, but I liked, I liked that setup. And I also liked the people, when the people came after her, how she dealt with them, because I feel like in season three, she would have just like one on eight Kung fu them all. You know, this was very realistic. Shut, yeah, she would have shut down a few with her powers and then kung fu the rest. And this was, yeah, this was cooler. Drive the truck up there, blow it up from afar. Most of them are mm-hmm. taken care of. You know, get the jump on the other guy. Job mm-hmm. is head off. You know, that was good. So, yeah. I thought it was cool too. I didn't recognize the guy when she talked to him. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. Colonel, whatever. And then again, in the post credits thing. They're like, You're oh, like, yeah, he's ah, a host. Yeah. 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 So that's fun. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of on on the path to try to find uh, find the man in black. Like you say, doing their rewind stuff. They kind of we see a lot of that picking up in the um, in episode two as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get a fight scene. Kind of I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, came out of nowhere. Yeah. I didn't expect those people to be hosts, you know. Yeah, and it was fun that like Maeve was a little glitchy in her just like freeze all motor functions. Like she's yeah. gonna have some troubles with that, maybe. Um, you know, like she was talking about the man in black has some upgrades and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing she can't handle for now. Right. But I feel like we're leading to a moment where she's not gonna be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Well, and so that's the other thing. Like, well, they're looking for the man in black, but the man in black is how much autonomy does he have? Because I seem to remember at the end of episode of season three, we had He's um, a host. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of that. I think they showed a bunch of copies of him or something like that. Right. So they're right. ready for if he's, you know, taken down, put him in a new body. Right. But so it is a digital a digitization of the man in black, right? Mm-hmm. It is, but the real Man in Black still exists. But Big really, reveal, it's, yeah. Really, it's Hale that's in charge. So it's it's yeah, which is Dolores. Yes, Dolores Hale is in charge, mm-hmm. and the Man in Black. Yeah, that's. I'm just interested in what autonomy he has. Like, how much yeah. is he the Man in Black, or how much is he puppet? Right to hail Dolores. Dolores. And and I mean, did she did she make another copy of herself that could get warped and twisted like Hail Loris, Hail Dolores, 
got right. twisted from like Dolores's original intention. Yeah. You know, so is there going to be a point where one of the copies of the man, the man in black is like going rogue because something traumatic happens? Yeah. Because Hale really went rogue because of like her family that she was placed in and all the trauma and bonding that happened there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So right. you're right. Like how much autonomy did these like copies of the man in black have? Um, when is something going to happen where it's like snap him one way or the other? Like, yeah. You know. Like I are mean, they just and, aligned? Yeah. Or is there going to come a point where they diverge and don't agree anymore? And there's a, is she right. putting fail safe? Power struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who comes out on top for sure. So I'm glad that he, I'm glad he's back in this kind of form. I didn't like seeing him kind of crazy and <laughs> stuff before. I didn't mm-hmm. think it served particularly well or went on too long or something, but it's yeah. fun seeing him now, like, you know, run down, Beaten. you know, vice president and some of that. And, yeah, on the uh, one hand, he's like super badass, like taking down vice presidents and, you know, getting holes in one. Um, mm-hmm, and on yeah. the other hand, he's like beaten and, you know, the real version the of the original himself, self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His like human self is beaten and is being kept in like stasis yep. in one of these like, you know, like the original machines that write or program or like create host bodies. Yep. So very interesting that it's like that tool has been repurposed that way. Yeah. And so there, I think this, I think this is so far, because we don't know enough about the writing of NPCs and computer stuff. We don't know enough Mm -hmm. what's going on there. So to me Right. right now, this is the most interesting premise that applies to like, you know, the fun thing of these is always the, warnings for the future kind of and this is like well we can't get things done the way we want or whatever so we're just going to replace the people that are in our way we just take them out and put a copy in that will do as we say Mm -hmm. and so there's two methods to this it seems we have one the fly method that's Mm -hmm. literally taking the human body and managed to control it somehow and then we have seems to be clearly still perfecting working on in some way Right. Mm-hmm. Unclear whether or not like her in- infection of the senator's wife and the way that turned out was intentional or like Yeah. Was enough to get the job done but wasn't great. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know that that's like a success or not. Right. Because why was she <laughs> left to her own devices in there? You know, it's like right. Why was she like butchering all the horses? Like, yeah. What, what what did that serve in mm-hmm. you know the purpose of like getting Caleb and Maeve to the opera. Yeah, because they kept her alive so they could, she could be useful or something yet. Which was to get and Caleb and Maeve to the opera, right? So right. that they could, so, but, they could but, get down to that speakeasy so they could... But why do we want that? Part. But why do we want that? Why because, is that? Because what? they have to go... They have to get on the train and go back to Westworld. <laughs> I know, but like for the integrity of the story, why would the man in black... Why would Hale want them coming back yet so, like what's the uh, what's what are they scheming for these two so, or is it just like you're gonna walk into our trap yeah i think it's you're gonna walk into our trap and i think it's also like you know they they want somebody to witness 
You know, mm. for the same reason I think it's Hale Dolores keeps William alive because she right. wants him to like witness her like total dominion and just like mm. rub it in his face. I think she also ultimately wants them there to like witness this. Sure. Because there's some attachment to them. I don't know if that it's that she needs them to like realize she wins and like come back to her maybe or like be a part of things or like just know that they're beaten. But like, yeah, I feel I like there's, there's a, a, I feel like there's a connection there and a, like a need for witness or validation or something. I hope there's something like that and they make it kind of clear because that's a very human thing. And mm-hmm. uh, if Hale showcases that a lot, that's kind of neat. And it's because it gets us back to that, like, what is human question? And like, yeah, you know, because what would you where is where is the satisfaction if you manage to successfully replace all the people that you want with with hosts, you know, just yeah. slowly recreate the population this way and whatever, have everything done that you want when no one knows about it. Right. No there's one that, knows of your need. conquest. Right. There's that need to like show it off. That need yeah. to be like, look at what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. Could be. So, but yeah, obviously, big spoiler alert. That's that's my favorite part of episode two. They uh, they go. They're tricked into going to the opera. Tricked into going into a speakeasy. Um, yeah. And we find out the speakeasy starts moving and it's mm-hmm. the train back to Westworld. Only it's not Westworld. Right. We are now in the Roaring Twenties, which inspired my drink, the bee's knees, or as I call it, nice. the fly's eyes. Oh, there you go. All right. Nice. So, oh, I, I love it. I've always wanted to get back to the park. Okay. And I love that we're back. In a new theme, I'm sure everybody in on the show theme. is excited to be making new sets and all this stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it. I thought it was really clever the way that they like showed the dressing room, but in a sense of like you still thought it was going to be Westworld. You know what I mean? They didn't. Mm. The the costumes weren't clear enough to give you the sense of we're not going literally back to Westworld until they stepped off the train and it was like ah, these are not Western clothes. I was spoiled by the preview. The first, oh, okay. In the first one, they showed like coming up. And I, I saw didn't, yeah. Like roaring 20s stuff, so. I didn't yeah. see that. Or I maybe missed it or chose to ignore it. But yeah, yep. I dug it. I dug the way this reveal played out. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. She does the hats. That, I, that mm-hmm. was, I feel like that was the reveal there, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, interesting, bold, I must say, of the host lady to offer to dress Caleb in front of his supposed wife. I know. I was like, I know that they're there for like everybody's every pleasure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they call it back out to like the first, you know, host who like does this for the man in black. But. Mavis right there, chick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Never know. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's fun. What else have we got going on? Oh, uh Clementine's back. Mm-hmm. Helping out. Uh, yep. I felt she bad gets a reboot. Her, but 
she's kind of pretty cool now. I like her. She does a good job. I wrote in the comments somewhere. She kind of reminds me of you. Yes, Not like you the cold hearted like way or like that. Murdering just, like, the Secret Service as yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I don't know, facially, it just kind of yeah. like similar. Yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, she uh she gets I mean, I'm glad she was rebooted instead of just like dead, as I feared after the man in black came after her. But uh yeah, mm. she's she's uh quite scary. Um yeah. and I think it'll be fun. I'm guessing some point there'll be a showdown between her and Maeve and it's and it's going to be maybe a point in which Maeve can't use the uh the super super power yeah. freeze all motor functions and it's going to get real that'll be sad because they were such important exactly. allies before exactly um i had a note like why do you think hale loris has kept the one arm all scarred she was burnt everywhere. Yes. And she's perfectly fine, except for the arm. Like, is yeah. this a reminder thing or is what why is this? Or is this just kind of a thing for the audience to kind of throw away? Like, hey, remember she was burnt? I wouldn't like Ooh, that answer as much, but Yeah, I hate that answer. So I mean, we'll have to see if they if they keep, you know, in in showing her in the future episodes, like if they keep the scarring, they keep mm -hmm. that consistency. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it's like a, I'll never forget kind of thing, like, right. a, you know, a visual reminder of the trauma that she went through. Yep. Yep. Um, and then I just seen this picture up here now. Um, Dolores looks so different with this hair color and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like very different. So very different. Yep. Which is, yeah, I'm not sure if we're just like being helped to fixate on her as like Christina for the right. time being, but it's really messing with me. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm really not feeling her as a Christina. Mm. Well, it's we not definitely... even that like, you know, she's Dolores, mm -hmm. you know, she, like she's so Dolores. I just feel like they could have picked a better name. Sure. I like that she is not the Dolores we were used to in the last season as much. It's good to see kind of this back, this closer to what original Dolores was a little more. Yes. Um, a little more Naive. innocent again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And seemingly unaware that she is a host. Cause at first yes. we're starting, I'm like, okay, she's just playing right. life. She's you know? calling herself and, Christina. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, It'll be interesting how, yeah, how this goes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess I'm, I'm worried about in the next one, looks like we're going to be talking about um, Bernard. And I thought in the last season, Bernard's storyline was one of the weakest, unfortunately, because mm -hmm. I like Bernard, but... He was pretty worthless. He was emasculated a lot. He like would go over these places and do nothing. He was mm -hmm. with the bodyguard that did nothing. It really felt like there was not much accomplished. And I forget how it ended exactly, but he was with the, like putting the headpiece on and like a mm -hmm. lot of time passed. So yes. are we going to like the, I, I don't know where we're going to go. I just, 
I hope that that storyline that they're bringing in, because I'm happy with the storylines we have right now. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing this one in. Hopefully it's meaningful and, and uh, better than where we saw him last season. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I'm, I'm also similarly concerned. Um, I liked Bernard as a character for a while and I liked him like finding out about himself and like the big reveal that he himself is a host and like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was so strong. And then yeah, season three fell apart. Um, I do like the security guy, Ashley something. Yeah. Stubbs. Yep. I think. Sounds right. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought he actually had like a slightly stronger storyline than Bernard because he like had the whole like sacrificial thing going on. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see them back, but I need a strong storyline. These are two great actors who have done some good yeah. things, especially Bernard. Yeah. So give him a storyline worthy of his time. Yep. I always liked the Bernard that was the, like, I don't know what how to describe, but he was like calm, cool, collected, mm-hmm. wise. Um, and I understand how it's jarring to then switch to like on the run and kind of scared and different, but I never mm-hmm. liked that Bernard. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. So I hope we can, I don't know, he finds himself or whatever. We find out who Bernard really is when he's, just himself more right well because i mean it's hard to like put pieces back together sometimes but yeah. he's he's a copy of one of the original parks founders the founders correct? yeah mm-hmm. yes okay. arnold arnold that's right so i feel like there's a potential for him to find himself in posing Hale Loris and maybe helping Dolores Christina find herself. Yeah. There's maybe some potential there for like a strong storyline, but it would, I don't know. You have to write it well. Yeah. Because not only does Bernard have to like settle into an acceptance of himself as Arnold, which I don't think we ever really fully got. Right. He has to get there, but then he also like maybe has to fight Hale, maybe has to help Dolores, maybe something else that I'm not thinking of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he needs a yeah. he needs a purpose other than just like, okay, I'm Arnold. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, um, anything else we really missed from the first two episodes? Um, I don't think so. There's a yeah. lot, but ultimately, I'm just, I'm much more excited at the way this season has opened mm-hmm. versus uh, last season. And um, though I'm worried, I'm pretty, I'm hopeful. Like we've got interesting questions being asked that I'm ready to find out what the answer is and go on that ride. Right. Yeah. Season three. It was an interesting premise, but unfortunately poorly executed. There were glimmers, there were pieces that were cool, but the base concept I liked. 
but it just, it was too much, too sprawling, too divided, too, like you said, too action-y. It was too out of the Westworld park. It was too much. It was too many things. Um, So this, this season feels like more contained. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think it does well. I mean, obviously it's simplifying, but I feel like season one was really asking what, how would humans react if we had made machines, robots that were so lifelike that we couldn't tell the difference? How would we react? How would, how would we respond to that? Season two is really about like, what does it mean to be human mm-hmm. and, and where does the line blur mm-hmm. there and back and forth? And yeah, and if, our, fact, if our robots like start to learn what we've done to them, is it right for them to like be seeking revenge and justice yeah. because they're, they're potentially human too, in a way. And addressing the simplicity of humans, like mm-hmm. how really predictable they are and how sim- a little amount of code can be, you know, used to describe a person. Mm-hmm. Moving to season three, the it's like, okay, the idea is um, we think for the betterment of the planet and for the species, we can kind of create an uh, all-encompassing AI that can monitor everyone and decide what's best, the best way forward. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some people that are not going to play nice with this system and we have to get rid of them. But everybody else, we can kind of fit into this system and understand how, and that we can now plan out the best course of action. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, our heroes deciding that that's not the way we want. We want to deal with the chaos of freedom versus that kind of structured control. So I love the premise. I love the the topic. That's why I like. We still have lots to talk about with the season, but I just like you say it wasn't handled well. Mm-mm. So. All right. All right. Good Rest job, world. Westworld. Season yeah. four opening. We're on a yeah. right path. Right. Um, all right, ready? That's that'll be it from us. Please like, share, follow, subscribe, all those things. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you like. Um, yeah, share it with again your all your coworkers, whatever, your friends and family. Find us on the podcast directory. Yep. Leave the Zebra review. That's helpful um, if you can. And then Killing the Flower. They wrote our theme song. So check them out on Spotify, YouTube, and Instagram. And um, that'll be it from us this week. We'll be back again with The Boys. We got uh, the latest season of that, episodes three and four to cover. So, um, yeah, please look forward to it. And um, otherwise, Andrea, thanks again for joining me. Of course. Cheers, everybody.